You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Give Your Life Away podcast and specifically the Epistle Project. We're going through 1 Thessalonians now and we come to chapter 4, verses 1 through 12. Paul writes this, Finally then, brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you received from us how you ought to walk and to please God, just as you are doing, that you do so more and more. For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one transgress and wrong his brother in this matter. Because the Lord is an avenger in all these things, as we told you beforehand and solemnly warned you. For God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. Therefore, whoever disregards this, disregards not man, but God, who gives his Holy Spirit to you. Now therefore... Concerning brotherly love, you have no need for anyone to write to you, for you yourselves have been taught by God to love one another, for that indeed is what you are doing to all the brothers throughout Macedonia. But we urge you, brothers, to do this more and more, and to aspire to live quietly, and to mind your own affairs, and to work with your hands as we instructed you, so that you may walk properly before outsiders and be dependent on no one." Now, in the last section, I pointed out that there is no place for spiritual coasting. Paul is pressing the Thessalonians to increase in their faith. Now, in this passage, he continues that language of growth and pressing on. Notice verse 1. We ask and urge, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that you, that as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God, just as you are doing that you do so more and more. So they are walking in a way that pleases God, Paul says. But we're asking that you do that more and more. And then in verse 10, he says this, they have been growing in love for one another. And he says, uh, let's see, verse, verse 9, for yourselves have been taught by God to love one another, for that is indeed what you are doing to all the brothers throughout Macedonia. And then listen to this, but we urge you, brothers, to do this more and more. So they're walking with God. They're pleasing with pleasing God. And he says, do that more and more. They're loving one another. And he says, we urge you. that This, is, this isn't just, we're making this request. We have this suggestion. Yeah, that'd be good to keep doing. No, he says, we urge you. That's a heartfelt word. We urge you, brothers, to do this more and more. Here, here in the book of Thessalonians, listen to what Paul says in the book of Thessalonians. Over and over again, he's calling on them to increase in faith, increase in faithfulness, increase in love, and he's urging them to do this. Spiritual coasting, as it were, has no place in the Christian life. The Holy Spirit never wants us to, quote-unquote, coast or retire, as it were, from Christianity. I used to serve the church. I've done this. I've done that. I've served my time. Now it's t- it's me time, and I just sit here and coast. What a horrible thought. There's no place for that in the Christian life. We are to continue growing in holiness and faith. 
Now, this passage gives us, the readers, five reasons that this continual growth is so important. I'm going to cover them briefly. One, verse one says that it pleases God. If you are a Christian, you make it your aim to please God, according to 2 Corinthians 5, 9. What pleases him? Our walking with him more faithfully. When you hear someone speak with contempt about the need to grow as a Christian, they're either ignorant of God's plan for the Christian life. They're ignorant of 1 Thessalonians and this language. They're either ignorant of that or they're not converted. Growth pleases God. Number two, we continue pursuing Christ-likeness or holiness or maturity, whatever you want to call it, because it's God's will, says verse three. It's what he desires. Number three, we grow in holiness because to do otherwise wrongs other people. Specifically, Paul highlights one area of the Christian life and one area to grow in maturity in, and that is sexual uh, immorality or sexual, on on the other hand, sexual purity. So he wants us to grow as believers, and he highlights one specific area, sexual purity. Now he says to engage in sexual sin wrongs other people. To engage in any sin wrongs other people. So that's another reason to grow in holiness. Stop wronging other people. When we engage in sexual sin, it defrauds other people. It hurts other people. When we engage in gossip or pride or impatience or whatever it may be, people are harmed. People are not in, in, our, in our environments. People are not thriving and helped by that. They are hurt by that. Now, a fourth reason to continue growing. We pursue growth because if we don't, we wrong people. See number three. And then we will receive God's discipline or even more severely his judgment. So we pursue growth because if we don't, we wrong people. And when we wrong people, God will avenge that wrong. So number four is when we fail to grow, God will avenge that wrong. He says that in this text. We will either be disciplined as Christians, Hebrews 12, or more severely, it will prove that we were never Christians and we will suffer his wrath for eternity. Number five, and finally, we pursue growth and holiness or Christ-likeness because we have his spirit. Verses seven and eight, listen to those again. For God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. Therefore, whoever disregards this disregards not man, but God who gives his Holy Spirit to you. So don't disregard God's Holy Spirit by thinking that it's okay to coast as a Christian. Keep pursuing Christ-likeness. God cares about this. It's God's will. It pleases him. And he's given you his spirit so that you would succeed in that endeavor. Don't cheapen the ministry of the Holy Spirit by failing to pursue Christ-likeness. Hopefully these are enough motivations for you to say to the Lord today, Lord, grow me. Keep me working. Keep me fighting sin. Keep me loving righteousness. I want to keep memorizing scripture, reading my Bible, being edified by saints in the church. I want to keep growing and pressing on into Christ-likeness until the day I die, because I know this pleases you. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time. 
forgive your life away. We are alive.